I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors. Brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning and welcome to a brand new day. It is nice to have you waking up with us here. Just a quick reminder, of course, of the program being recorded on Thursday this week in preparation for your enjoyment here on a Saturday morning as live as we like to say in the business. But it's nice to be or be here and have you here with us as we get ready to explore uh, the uh, great outdoors within the boundaries of Utah and even beyond today. Helping me do that, as always, from Sky Call Satellite is uh, Russ Smith up in the old Sugar House compound up there. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. It's good to be here. I think we got uh, the te- technological uh, glitches fixed from last week, and, and <laughs> we're able to connect. We had It was a little bit of a circus last week, which I'm apologizing to everybody for. Uh, but... Yeah, they were having a hard time everywhere there at the studio. Yeah, well, all of our phones were down in the building, which was a little weird. And because of modern technology with Internet and fiber and everything else that goes on, uh, when when the phones go out for, you know, three floors here at Triad Center, they have to fix it on their end. It's nothing internally we can do. So anyway, right. um, one of the connections we were struggling to get last week and finally made it was with Mike and Jennifer Cottle, who are out on an RV trip right. headed into Alaska. Have you heard from them? I, I did get confirmation this morning. I had sent them a text both to their sat phone and their cell phone, and they responded on their cell phone. So that's probably good for continuity in the interview. Um, unlike last week, that was a that was a tough one last week, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but we we uh, made it work anyway, and and they were a delight. Well, yeah. they, they were a delight to have yeah. on, and they were so excited about a trip that they had planned for so long. So we had an update uh, a week later. They said they were going to be out three or four weeks. So uh, we'll we'll uh, see how their uh, ride has been going. You also sent a yeah. phone down to get into the hands of Bob and Mark this week, but I got a note from them yesterday that the weather had locked them out. Right. That's that's a big issue down there. It's been an issue I, I've noticed uh, in, in the Arizona and Phoenix area, too. I've had some FedEx packages stalled in Phoenix for two or three days waiting to leave. So they kind of cut off Phoenix on, on the freight run for at least for FedEx. I don't hmm. know if anybody else. Well, So everything's moving again, so that's good. I think the phone arrived all right, but uh, the weather, they just figured it yeah. wasn't worth you know following through with their trip because uh, the forecast was for yeah. a whole lot more rain. 
but uh, so they're yeah. going to be they're going to be checking in with us uh, from home base today. So we'll look forward to having Bob and Mark as we do a little road trip. And I want to bring Navidomskis into the conversation. He's on his lunch hour as he usually is uh, up there in uh, Kaysville. Good morning. Morning, Tim Russ. Or, or as he likes to say, uh, just hang. What what what's the line? Chilling yeah, like a case villain, yo. <laughs> Got have, you, have you copyrighted that? Um, everybody knows it's me, and they know that they use it without yeah. giving me credit, and they just get blasted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No kid. Anyway, uh, chilling like a case villain, but when you're really chilling, you're up in the canyon. I was a little jealous of uh, seeing Mama cooking your breakfast. Well, we do that on the weekends for sure. Um you know, we have to come down for the Ute games. But, yeah, uh, we'll be going up there tomorrow night, too. We, um, Yeah, we have our little RV up there in the canyon, so we like to get away. A couple of big football games this weekend. Uh, Utah to get a little revenge on a loss last year against San Diego State. It's going to be a late kickoff, 8 o'clock. But that's perfect for anybody that wants to watch BYU and uh, Oregon because that game starts, I think, at one thirty, one fifteen, something like that. Correct. And that one's up in uh, Eugene, so that's going to be a great battle to watch, whether you're a, a Pac-12 fan or whether you're a, a Cougar fan. And as long as we're mentioning it here, let me just tell you, we've got pregame coverage a little early today. We'll have it for you on KSL, the home of the Cougars, coming up at 10 this morning, so three hours of pregame leading up to uh, what should be another great ball game after uh, their huge win last week against uh, Baylor. Uh, Nobby, you're going to sit in with us today on our conversation, I hope, with uh, Charlie Jennings. He's back from his Wind Rivers trip. And R- Russ all seemed to work well up there with the satellite phones. Yeah, we had a great interview with him last week. And so it would be nice to get a recap. I don't know if you saw some of the pictures that uh, he sent along, but it, it almost looked like – they were riding those mules uh, through some open fields with a pretty good storm bearing down on them in all of their rain gear and stuff, and it looked like a scene from <laughs> some uh, some motion picture. Uh, so I can't wait to get a follow-up on uh, how the experience was when all was said and done. And, Navi, you're going to have some fish bites for us today? Absolutely. We got fish bites. I, I hope I get to talk to Charlie. I get a, didn't get to talk to him last week because I didn't have the phone line. Yeah, yeah. But the Wind Rivers and WIO are two of my favorite things. So I love talking to Charlie if I get a chance. He also sent me some pictures and a, and a video, I think, that I haven't had a chance to look at yet this morning. But uh, somebody brought along a GoPro, so they uh, put it underwater there as they were bringing in one of the Goldens. And it was really, uh, yeah, nice nice photos, nice video. I'll, uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to see that, not before we talk to him, but uh, looking forward to a wrap-up on that. Also, Robert Thompson is going to join us, and I want to thank Bob Grove for helping to make this happen. Everybody knows about Big Rock Candy Mountain, or at least they passed it there on Highway 89, probably as they're heading down uh, to, you know, Bryce Canyon or Zion or somewhere beyond, maybe even down to Powell. But you really ought to take the opportunity to stop in and spend a weekend at least in that area with all the recreational opportunities, Russ. And Robert happens to be the brand-new owner of Big Rock Candy Mountain. So we're going to pick his brain a little bit about some of the fun that there is to have there. Did, did, yes. Oh, right. <laughs> I think it dropped for a second. I mean, you were waiting for a response, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe just a little. <laughs> You're right, though. I, I drive by there quite often, and... I'll stop for gas or stop for a treat or something, but I, I'd like to try that restaurant out and actually 
park the motorhome down there for a while. There's lots of stuff to explore. Yeah, uh, and we'll uh, share some of those things to explore coming up. Also, Chad Betridge will join us, Lieutenant Chad Betridge, who has been on the program before. We're getting ready for big game hunting season. Uh, some of it's already taking place, and it's always uh, educational for one thing, but sometimes pretty entertaining to hear some of the strange things people get themselves in trouble with, either uh, on the hunt or out on a what should be a simple fishing trip. But they get out there and just don't know the rules. So uh, Lieutenant Chad Betridge will join us at the top of the next hour, and we'll sort out uh, some of those things. Nami, I didn't get a chance to ask you, uh, when you were up at camp, I, I guess it's just relaxing or maybe a little golf. Are you doing any fishing while you're up there along the river? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, not as much. I'm a little older now. But, yeah, that's we we live between the golf course and the river. So it, it's pretty good. And, uh when you're old like me, I like just sitting in the chair and watching the birds just as much these days. But, yeah, plenty of fishing. And so I keep my finger on its pulse, you know, on, on how the rivers are doing. It's right there. I give her a go. My information on fish bites is legit. I just don't read. I talk to my people, and I fish myself. So that's where I come from. I know, and I love it. We all love it. Uh, also, one more note, uh, Roger Eggett from Bear River Lodge and Tracks Power Sports will join us. He had a great event last week, and we struggled a little bit just in making the connection because of the uh, technology problems. But uh, he had an, an adoption agency that was up there that makes an annual trip to the cabins at Bear River Lodge. They hang out for, I don't know, two or three days. And these kids that have been adopted into families get together with other kids uh, that have been through the adoption process and get to bond a little bit with their new families and also get to celebrate, uh, you know, how this program works within the state of Utah. So I'm anxious to follow up with him and just get uh, his take on how things went up there last week. We uh, need to take a break here, which we will do. And uh, coming up in just a few minutes, Mike and Jennifer Cottle, in place of our usual um, News of the Week segment, we'll see if we can catch up with them. They're RVing through Alaska today with the help of Skycall Satellite. And then in the next half hour, Charlie Dennings will be with us. So a lot to do over the next few hours, and we're glad you're here to go along with us on KSL Outdoors Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. I don't want to waste any time here, Russ, and uh, jump right into a conversation. Because of the technical problems last week, you didn't get to be a part of a conversation with uh, Mike and Jennifer Cottle, who are uh, in an RV and headed up through Alaska. Right. But uh, they did take a satellite phone along, and I think we've made a connection, so go ahead and jump in. 
Hey, good morning. Yeah, so we are between Toke and Valdez right now, and there's no cell service, wow. so we're having to use the satellite phone. Valdez, uh, that's, that's, it for. that's quite a ways up there, isn't it, Valdez? Yeah, it is. We are. We were up the going up the Alcon Highway, and then we just turned off. We're taking a little dip down to Valdez because it's supposed to be a beautiful drive down there and see some glaciers. Of course, everybody will remember Russ. Probably Valdez got a lot of uh, negative press because it was a place where there was a giant oil spill that had to be cleaned up. But uh, that was a number of years ago. Yeah. You were excited about their adventure, Russ, because it's a, a part of the world that you've wanted to go and a, explore a little bit. Yeah, I, leave me a couple of little signs because I'll be up there sooner <laughs> or later. You you told us last week, guys, that uh, this road that you were going to be on is a good long one, and there are some stretches there where there isn't a whole lot else to look at or do. Well, I was going to say there's not a whole lot to look at. There is a whole lot to look at. It is beautiful. We're up here in the fall colors. It is just miles and miles of beautiful yellows and greens and mountains. So I, I thought we do um, get bored, but there's you don't get bored driving along this highway. Fantastic. You don't get bored seeing all the wildlife either. Oh, what have you what have you seen along the way? So yesterday we had a grizzly bear uh, off the side of the road, which we were able to turn around and get some good video and pictures of him, and he ended up. Uh, walking behind the motorhome and crossing the highway, and um, that was awesome. We saw two wolves yesterday. Uh, we seen some mountain sheep. We did see trumpeter swans all the way up in the lakes, and finally yesterday we stopped at a lake and were able to see and hear the trumpeter swans come across the lake. Because we're on a all the birds um, migrate down, and it's it's their season, so it's beautiful. We're seeing a lot of wildlife that way, too. No, it's just a gorgeous drive. I've seen the videos of the drive you're taking down to Valdez, and it is a good drive to take. It's, it's definitely going to be worth the while for you. Has the weather cooperated with you guys? I've been a little worried because uh, our weather here changed, but Alaska was getting a ton of rain from some friends of mine that were actually visiting family up there about a month or so ago. Two nights ago... We were in a place called Haynes Junction, and it rained all night on us in the motorhome. And when we woke up, uh, the surrounding mountains of Haynes Junction, and that's in the Yukon Territory, uh, there was uh, fresh snow on all the mountain peaks. But where we're driving and on the highways that we're driving, we have had no snow Um just a little bit of rain. Oh, great. Great, but one morning we woke up and it was 28 degrees. This Ooh. morning it was 30, 32 degrees, and we're standing outside. It's probably 40 degrees right now. It's, it's chilly, but yeah. it's, it's good. Uh, Russ, we hope that their heater is working better than the heater yeah. <laughs> in your motorhome the last time. Mine's working now. Oh, but good. How's the propane holding up if you're running that much heat at night? You know what? We haven't. We've been actually staying in campgrounds, so we've been um, hooked up to oh, power, perfect. so we haven't to really use our propane yeah. too much. So no, no hiccups great. with the RV, right? No, nope, we everything's been working just great so far. It's been really nice. Yeah. Hey, how how far is it to Valdez from where you're at now? It's about two hundred twenty-five miles, so it's about a four and a half hour drive. But it takes us a little longer in the motorhome. They have along the highways, they're called frost heaves, and so the road is lifted from the frost. So it's kind of like going over a roller coaster. You're going up and down, and we're almost catching some air. So we have to drive a little bit slower. Yeah. Since we last talked to you, has the itinerary changed at all? Yes, it did. We were actually coming up, and we were going to head down 
to Valvies like we were and then and to Anchorage and then up to Fairbanks. And then if you come back around, there's the Canadian-Alaskan border. It's called Top of the World Drive, but it is closed. Right. And it usually doesn't close until the end of September, but it closed on September 5th. So that did change our plans. We had to, we wanted to see Dawson City. It's an old mining town. So instead of being able to go up and circle around, we had to just run up and come back down. And um, that took us a whole day. And then we won't be able to circle back around. So we just have to change, but that's the beauty of the motorhome. Just, you know, we can change and go on our way. Yeah, that's great. Thanks a lot for catching up with us. I'm glad this worked out. It's always scary every every Thursday when we record what's going to work. But uh, I, I'm glad to hear of your experience. I think our listeners are, too. This is kind of exciting to see where you're going to be and how it's going. So happy travels, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good day. Mike and Jennifer Cottle with the help of uh, Skycall. Huh. Got through another one, Russ. <laughs> yeah. I know nobody's more nervous about that than you are uh, since you're supplying the phones, but that's fantastic. But, but uh, I have to say, uh, our listeners are used to it. They, yeah. they know exactly what we're going to do when it drops. Yeah. And it's gotten to be so normal now, you know, when we're on the sat phone. Well, it's it, it's kind of nice sitting here at home, though, instead of jumping up and going out to the producer and checking that. Yeah, checking right. This, you know? Stand by. We'll get on a news update on the half hour. And then Charlie Jennings is back from the Wind Rivers. He also took a sat phone along from Sky Call. If you want to uh, get one for your next adventure and share your experience, we'd love to have you do that. Just call 801-450-8317. We're back right after a news update. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.